Are you a person who is fascinated by surgeries? Then this is the place for you. This is Skill Hands, a surgery podcast. And I'm Dr. Tushar Vijayaratna, a surgical trainee from Sri Lanka. Welcome to our second episode. In this series, we are mainly discussing about the fundamentals of the surgeries. So this is the second episode of Fundamentals. So I'm going to focus on the skin preparation prior to the surgery. So, do you think the skin preparation is important prior to your incision? So our skin, mainly the stratum cornea, harbors microbes, bacteria, virus, and as well as fungi. You might have heard the name commensals. These commensals like Staphylococci, Pseudomonas, then Propionobacteria, diphtheriod organisms, they live on our skin. Why are we so much worried about these things? Because apart from the external factors for the surgical site infections, the 80% of the bacteria in surgical site infection derive from the patient's skin. So when we consider the factors contribute to the surgical site infection, mainly the, the intrinsic factors or the, the factors related to this, uh, the patient, the microbe contamination, the microbe virulence and host resistance are major three factors. So when we consider about the microbial contamination that means the microbial load on the skin if microbes amount is more than 10 to the power 5 then it has been found that it is significantly associated with higher risk of surgical site infection following the surgery. By using antiseptics on the skin, we try to eliminate this uh, bacterial load. We try to reduce the bacterial load. We cannot sterilize the skin, so we disinfect the skin using antiseptics. When we think about the skin preparation, the steps comes even before the surgery, the even before the day of the surgery. So according to WHO guideline in prevention of uh, surgical site infection, they recommend to have a bath prior to the surgery. So the patient is asked to have a bath even uh, the day prior or on the day of the surgery using normal soap or a soap with uh, antimicrobial activity. This soap with antimicrobial activity contains uh, chlorhexidine with some detergent. This helps to reduce the microbial load, especially on the skin uh, at the site of incision. And WHO recommends to the patients who are nasal carriers of Staph aureus should undergo a treatment with nasal uh, mupirocine ointment twice a day for about 5 days. This is mainly for the surgeries uh, involving orthopedic and as well as cardiothoracic surgeries. However, for other surgeries also, they recommend this uh, treatment. What do you think about the hair removal prior to the surgery? So this is a kind of a debatable uh, topic. However, WHO guidelines do not recommend hair removal prior to the surgery. If it is really necessary, then they uh, encourage only to use a clipper because using a, a, a blade to shave can cause minor damage to the skin which leads to increased risk of surgical site infection. We'll move on to uh, the, the antiseptics. 
you have been awaiting. So there are some properties which we would like to have in these antiseptics. These ideal antiseptics uh, should be like the purpose is to kill all the bacteria. So it should be killing all the bacteria, fungi, viruses, tuberculous bacilli and spores. And what else should it have? It should not damage the host tissue. So it should mean it should not be toxic and it should be hypoallergic, safe to use in all body regions and it should not be absorbed to the tissues. And if it present in the tissue, uh, there should be a residual activity and safe for repetitive use. So what are the available skin preparations or uh, antiseptics? There are two types of antiseptics we mainly discuss. One is iodine based and the other one is chlorhexidine gluconate based. So the iodine based uh, solutions uh, are mainly coming in two types, mainly uh, uh, aqueous iodine solutions which contains only the iodine. The other one is iodophores. Iodophores are mainly, uh, it is uh, the iodine is connected to a polymer called povidone. So this is what we commonly use, the povidone iodine. Povidone iodine is coming in several concentrations. In our theatre setup, we use 10% weight by volume concentration. The purpose of povidone is uh, to carry the iodine into the bacteria cell wall. And through this uh, bacteria cell wall, it passes inside the cell, so uh, which leads to destruction of the bacteria. Povidone iodine is better than just aqueous iodine because uh, it is less staining on the tissues and as well as it has uh, less toxicity and less absorptive property. So uh, the iodine is not get absorbed. So uh, the adverse effects due to the iodine is less in povidone iodine. Same time this povidone iodine can be used over the mucous membranes. So it is also one another added advantage of povidone iodine. These iodine solutions are effective against mainly um, for the most gram-negative and positive bacteria, fungi, virus and as well as tuberculous bacilli. So it covers uh, most of the microbes. When we consider the chlorhexidine gluconate, it is also coming in aqueous or alcohol-based preparations, mainly 4% aqueous solution or 0.5% alcohol-based solutions are there. So when we consider about the effectiveness against the microbes, it's also effective against gram-negative positive uh, bacteria, viruses and yeast. And uh, it's effective against the vegetative bacteria. And it has a durable microbial action about six hours. There are some disadvantages of this chlorhexidine. So these alcohol-based uh, chlorhexidines, we can't use in the mucous membranes and eyes and it has a little activity against the bacterial and fungi spores. However, in WHO guidelines, they recommend alcohol-based chlorhexidine solution over the povidone iodine. When we consider the, the studies regarding this effectiveness between these two, the Cochrane's review in 2015 shows only one study which shows the significant effectiveness in chlorhexidine solution compared to the povidone iodine. However, the other studies they have reviewed, 
do not show any significant difference between two types of uh, antiseptics or between different concentrations of antiseptics then the next question how do you prepare the skin uh, in the operating room when the patient is on the uh, operating table according to the cdc in america skin gross can contaminants should be removed first so as you all know there may be wounds with gross contaminants like in uh, compound fractures of the lower limbs so we have to remove the gross contaminants by using normal saline high flow then after that we have to do the proper skin cleaning using antiseptics then drape the patient when we clean the area it should include potential extension of the incision from main incision site including drains then the solution should be applied in a concentric manner a dedicated instrument should be used for the cleaning purposes after cleaning the peripheral area of the uh, cleaning area the instrument has to be discarded also we have to allow some time to uh, dry this solution on the uh, skin surface by that the action is well established apart from what cdc says when we clean the areas with stomas and open wounds there are some special steps to follow when we are planning a surgery nearby stomas and as well as the open wounds we should first think whether this stoma or the open wound uh, is a part of our surgery or not if it is a part of our surgery then the stoma or the open uh, areas should be the last area which should be clean so prior to that the intact skin has to be clean first so when you talk about the stomas first uh, we have to keep uh, we have to clean the gross contaminants and as well as keep a wet swab over the stoma then clean the rest of the skin finally remove the uh, the 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 wet swab along with the mucus which has come to the uh, stoma site then some surgeons prefer to close uh, the stoma temporarily especially in uh, in surgeries like reversal of the stomas uh, to prevent the spillage from the stomas if the stoma is not related to the surgery we are planning then uh, it can be closed with a, a sterile adhesive tape so these are the major areas uh, we can discuss when we are discussing about the skin preparation prior to the surgery or the prior to the incision um, however the surgical site infection is a separate topic we will touch on that uh, in a separate discussion like today uh, so thank you very much for listening to my podcast today so my references for this podcast is mainly from fundamentals Uh, of general surgery by Francisco Palazzo and Michael J Pucci and this book is introduced to me by my colleague Dr Sapun Godaheva thank you very much brother so i invite you all to subscribe to my podcast skill hands a surgery podcast hope to see you in another episode on fundamentals of surgery thank you very much see you again.